0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll. This is your NBA betting show on the board YouTube channel and powered by the Hammer Betting Network. We go live here every single weekday to give out NBA free picks. And also today we're going to introduce a new discussion topic, a new piece of discussion way to convey. We're going to go through Pips' matchup of the day where he's going to be able to provide you with some additional information into that matchup what he's looking for, potentially how you can bet on it. And, of course, the official picks are going to lead us off right after we go through the recap of yesterday's bets. It was a winning day on the show. It was 2-1. and one. Very well could have been a 3-0 and oh day here, but drop a like, guys, if you've been enjoying the winning picks and subscribe for more days just like this one. So, our man, Buddy Heald, comes through again, uh, paired with Kelly Oubre. The Rockets bets, betting against the Rockets, comes through again. Unfortunately, Jalen Brunson is stuck on 23 because Randall, Randall hogged them all. He had 57 points in this game. Uh, Pips, your thoughts on everything that went down from yesterday's bets?
1: So the first one, Kelly Oubre and Buddy Hill, no sweat. Easiest, one of these is the bets of the season. It's like early third quarter cash, so Kelly Oubre was... Playing amazing. Hilt had a slow start based mm-hmm. up in the second quarter. And uh, yeah, that's Buddy Hilt, our guy. And uh, Houston Rockets against my uh, Golden State Warriors against my Houston Rockets. Also, no sweat. Very below average game from shooting for Curry and Clay. They still got it. So even in, in this situation, Everything like went easy. We got extra for Curry, one additional three, one additional three for from Clay, but two additional assists from Draymond Green. So this went very well. And last one is unfortunately a loss. Nothing to do about it. I think if Randall wasn't that hot, we will see. We will have like Branson with 30 plus points easily. He'll, like so. Uh, the one thing that I didn't expect happened, and that's Jalen McDaniel's on on Branson. When I I didn't expect that, it's like seven inch between them, like amazing, like over like 21 centimeters difference in in height between Jalen Branson and Jalen McDaniels. So I expected expected McDaniel's to be on Randall and. To slow him down, so it will be like a ton of pick and roll for Branson, but he Randall had good good matchup, so he went nuts. And when Randall goes nuts, it's like they stop playing pick and roll with Branson, and they just go to straight up isolation. Just Branson will get the ball in half court, and they'll play a pick that gets switched for Randall, and they'll just put the ball in Randall's hand and let him cook. So he was cooking, so it was like good offense for that situation. Branson did have like the problem was that they didn't stagger their minutes, so they were playing together all the time, and Branson just didn't get enough of usage. And but he still was, he was still close to covering this. He had 23, and then he missed one floater to cover this line, and this can then when they were like they were close in a close game and then they had couple a couple of turnovers the so game went away uh, and yeah no no more chances for 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 jalen i also expected some the double teams when when they were then Randall was cooking but they still let him one single cover which was great for our branson pick but I mean great his single cover is great against the Brunson. He, he, he Brunson was amazing. Like the way he handles the pick and roll is like unbelievable. So he had McDaniels on him, and he's very long and he can't shoot over him. So he will get into the pick and roll and get him on his back and he'll just slow down, let Gobert drop. So if he's going to pull up, if Jalen is too close, it's fouls and free throws. But if Jalen Ye- needs to like a step back at lead and then Jalen Brunson had a wide open shot, so like it was perfect, perfect, unbelievably great game. From Jalen Brunson, he's such a high IQ player, and but yeah,
0: unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, you know, you get 57 from Randall. Uh, yeah. we talked about, I mean, look, if, if I have 50 points, I'm probably gonna take the possessions as well, so uh, can't really fault Randall too much for the way he played. Uh, just unfortunate from the bank perspective, but it is a winning day, two in one day. Uh, On the season, up over 10 units now, 11, uh, 114 to 90 record, and a 4.5% ROI. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And going to put that to the test as we give out today's two official picks. And it's not the biggest slate, but two games that Pips uh, likes here for the official bets. And another one that we're going to go through in the matchup portion uh, that I just alluded to. But first of all, we're going to the Pistons and the Hawks. And we're going to go with a same game parlay on a couple of Pistons guards here, a couple of young Pistons guards. Uh, going with Jaden Ivey over or 15 plus points rather, and we're going back to Killian Hayes for the first time since I believe it was the Paris game where he we bet on him in his home country and he and he struggled. But go with the six plus assists. Uh, that's first,
1: why. That's that's because we bet on his points. He's way better. creator
0: than score. Go yeah. with the assists in this one. Uh, which is minus 117 at FanDuel for that same game parlay. And then uh, there's a graph. And then the second play is in the Cavaliers and the Nets game. We are going to Darius Garland. Back to Darius Garland, 18 plus points for him. And we're combining that with the Cavaliers alternate spread of plus four and a half. This is available for minus 120 on DraftKings. So hopefully Garland gets back into the win column as far as the pick and roll show is concerned. But those are the two picks. Uh, let's hear the breakdowns from Pips. We'll hear both breakdowns before we go into that Wizards and Magic matchup that we want to talk about, Pips wants to talk about. So, Pips, first of all, uh, the Pistons guards, what do you like about this one? Why are you bringing us back to Killian Hayes? So, the first one, easily, Jaden Ivey.
1: Like, when you look at the lineup of, of, of the Pistons, it's Killian Hayes, not a good scorer. Rodney Magruder, not a great scorer. Then we have Marvin Begley and Weizmann that's going like inside and they need other people to create for them. And then we have uh, all the bench levers and Hampton and that's about it. So it's to Jade and Ivy to score a lot of points with all these guys out. And the usage will be there. Half the defense is not great. They are allowing a lot of uh, points in the paint and that's where Ivy strives. He'll just He's, and they Hawks play uh, fast-paced, and is one of the quickest guys in the league, and he'll just, like, get, like, three to four layups through transition, and that's how I play through to 15 points. Then he'll get to the line. Dejount Amari is questionable. They are 14 points favorite, and I think they will sit him out, arrest him in this game. So if Dejount is out, who will guard Ivy? No one. And no one to to be like the gentleman is a great defender. So when he's out, it will be even worse defense for the Hawks. And yeah, I think we could see Ivy taking even like more field goal attempts than this line. Like if he, if, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a 17 to 18 field goal attempts for Ivy and when he gets there, those kinds of usage, he's like more likely to score 25 points than less than 15. So like this one and the second part of this bed is Killian Hayes' assists unbelievable assist lately so in the ma- month of March he had 8.3 assist average and if you take a look at the graph uh, that, that that graph is, is that yes. shows Oops. that graph shows uh so this is 89 percent clear rate on this line and Hawks are absolutely better matchup than average he had on these games. So this is graph uh, shows Hayes with 28 or more minutes. Last two games he played 35, 38. So they are just trying with Hayes and Ivy full minutes. And we can see lately his average is insane. Last 10 games average 8.5, like unbelievable. They get seven plus in five straight, 10, 13, 11, seven, seven, and 11. And most of these were like the last three games. Wizards are not a not a great matchup. Heat is not a great matchup for assists and he's still covered in both. So I just think these Hawks, especially with the joint out, they're playing Capella less and less and playing more Kongwu. So they will allow a ton of assists Weismann and Bagley would be easy target targets for pick and roll assists against these Hawks. I expect them to, like, this could be, like, 250-point game. Wow. And, yeah, I, that's, that's just... I have doubts on Pistons scoring and uh, their offense, but Hawks' defense is poor. And Dijon Dijon outside for, like, like one thing over another. And, yeah, I don't know if you watched the Hawks' last game, or did you just give any track on it? But they were up 83, 83 points to 63 points against the Spurs on the half time. So 20 points up, scored 83 points in the first half, and they lost the game by almost 10 points. They scored wow. 83 <laughs> points in the first half and 35 in the second half. <laughs> Never seen anything like that, like... They probably and, scored
0: more in both of the first... Like, the first and second quarter, they probably had more points than the entire yeah, second half. Yeah,
1: 40 points in first quarter, 43 in the second, and 35 from the entire second half. And obviously, like, Spurs scored 60, like 75 points in the second half. And Hawks' defense, defensive rating was 126 in that game. Absurd, absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah. And the Spurs were playing, like... Jay Jones Malik Ibrahim, Zach Collins Marcel Keldon Langford Sandro like half of these players are like G League type of players and they yeah, absolutely killed team. against the this team and we had like like so many guys to score a lot inside and they allowed 26 assists in that in that, in that game a game against the Golden State Warriors were also like Golden State Warriors above average, uh, like 115 defensive rating. So, like, even though Curry had terrible games efficiency-wise and, they like, shooting-wise, they still had amazing usage. Then Wolves scored 136 points against the Hawks. And in that game, Kyle Anderson had 12 assists. <laughs> Wolves end up having 39 assists as a team against these Hawks. Like, yeah. I just think... That, you know, <laughs> what is going under, on in Atlanta, man? Yeah. <laughs> they're playing, playing defense. They're playing on, um, like, pace, their pace in the last four or three games were 105. That's unbelievable. And they are not, like, used to that pace. Snyder is pushing them. And they made so many mistakes on defensive end. And transition defense is, like, poor always. Like, I'm as you can see, Ups, like sport uh, why yes. like and all the, the the transition defense is like the was poor like for like forever and now they are pushing pace so they like there will be so many like Hayes can ju- get the rebound and pass wide and he'll make a lap on the other side and that's assist so it's also correlated but so yeah, yeah. that's
0: that's about this one. All right, lots to take in for that first pick. Uh, that's why we go. Piff wants to go back to Killian Hayes. We're going to go back to Killian Hayes. Nice correlation with Ivy, as you just mentioned. Let's go to the second pick here. Uh, already gave it out, but just to reiterate, it is Garland, 18 plus points. Cavaliers, plus four and a half on the alt line for the spread, minus 120 Slow. at DraftKings. No. This is Garland's second point section, by the way. The first one had just 18 mm-hmm. and a half. If You go down further, the milestone line is there for the 18 plus. All right, pips. So these you two like teams,
1: these two teams played earlier this season, and it was a blowout win for the Brooklyn. But that was the game when Kyrie and KD were amazing. And but one another guy was amazing in that game, and that's Darius Garland, who scored
0: 46 points. Ah, yes, I remember this yeah, game now.
1: That was an amazing game, and yeah, single cover or switching and single cover of of the Nets will be great for Gaderius, especially because Mikhail Bridges will be on Donovan Mitchell. So that will just leave Garland to cook and they'll focus on Donovan Mitchell and that will let allow Garland to cook tonight. Uh, you can show the graph about that. That's, uh, that graph is 86% clear rate on the games when they win. And he also clears this in 80% overall. So that's a great spot for, for their use. Especially with very positive matchup and high usage. Uh, I'll talk about this later, but this is when team plays switch defense. So, and they have good defensive players like Nets do, like Boston Celtics do, like a lot of teams do. A lot of good teams do. Usually there are the more usage will be uh, the best players will get more usage. So if, if teams are playing some defensive scheme, like 76ers that were doing like hedge screens on Mitchell and Garland, then Okoro and Stevens and all these players will have more usage because the ball will be forced out of the best player's hands and ball will go to Okoro for wide open three, for Stevens wide open three. But when teams switch, Okoro can't beat his guy one-on-one. So, and the way that, for him to score is to beat his guy off the dribble one-on-one. So that means there will be a, like, he'll probably try something and then give the ball to the Mitchell or, or Darius with seven, eight seconds left on the clock and this guy will make will make the shots. So that's why when you have a switching defense, high usage, best isolation scorer of the team of other or opposing teams have higher usage than usual, so this is the game like this. So you will have, uh, probably Victorious Garland and Donovan Mitchell having higher higher usage than they usually have, and that's why, like, I expect Garland to have like 24 20 plus field goal attempts. And then he attempts those shots, his average is like 25 26 points. So even with worse efficiency, he should get there. And, yeah, that's the same thing against Boston Celtics. Like, you always hear, like, Jalen Green against them, 30 field goal items. Edwards against them, 30 field goal items. So everyone that's, like, the, on the team that doesn't have many self-creating, self-creation creating self players on the team, guys like Jam Morant will kill against them. Like, he'll hit 30, like, high usage, which ends up in higher points scored, but on lower efficiency, usually because they are all great defensive players but let's move to the second part Jalen, Jared Allen practice and he's expected to play tonight so if you take a look at these teams like if there wasn't a KD and, and, like I love this team but if there wasn't for KD and Kyrie push that they made this team like third seed and if we had this game like if the Nets wear this title roster for this season they will be like nine eight or nine seed and this game will have much higher spread so i think this is not accounted as well accounted as the no, the new roster of, of the nets and Cavs have the best defense in the league and with jared allen back i think this spread has a lot of value because uh the initial spread is two points and i think it should be like five so, I love four and a half, yeah, it's it's, the it's spread,
0: spread is creeping up. It's like three, three and a half now,
1: yeah, it will I think it will close at four also i I bet like twenty to twenty five spreads or uh, alternative bets, like points aren't alternative and spreads alternative, and I never missed the entire season. I'm like one hundred percent on alternative spreads or or everything like. I should probably do, like, more of these because, like, <laughs> I, I mentioned, like, 10 times on the show when the line uh, spread is too high or too low for some teams, like the Rockets, the like, I, I remember a couple of it, and the total for the game, and also on the regular line, I think I was... Right, 100% of the time. I'm not trying to break, but probably need to do more of this because when I whenever I mention it, it was it was like it was it was covered. Like when I said some teams can win and they are like a seven, six to seven points underdogs and they end up winning. Like that's like for for now not few example, but it does make something. So maybe going to these alternative spreads, win. Saint-Germain Paris can can actually
0: work better yeah.
1: than, than some others.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, go into it here, so there's your second pick, Garland and the Cavs alternate spread. We'll recap both the plays at the end of the show, but uh, for now, we're going to introduce in a new segment. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices the matchup of the day for today is the Wizards who are visiting the Orlando Magic. Pips is going to go through some of the angles that he has for this game, what he expects to see, and potentially some leans and how you can bet on this one. So, Pips, uh, brand new, hoping you're to have or hoping to get some of your thoughts into this one. What do you like to point out about the Wizards and the Magic, especially with some of the other uh, big games in the slate? What do you have in this one?
1: So for this one, I'll just go to like these teams like uh Wizards are playing classic drop coverage, but not classic as some teams. But like they're playing the box way of defending. That's not overhelping. So guys that usually drive and that can shoot the mid range will do well. Bigs like centers that can like self create like sabonis that can just get the ball post up and attack the rim. Guys that can do. Uh, can shoot from the like mid-range That uh, like Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic and Wendell Carter Jr. Wendell Carter is not in the first three players of course like type of player but he can shoot and that, that will probably be useful against the Daniel Gafford and in the so if you take a look at the Wendell Carter, he's shooting like 20% of his shots from the mid-range. He's shooting 40% of his shots from the three-point line. So 60 of his, 60% of his shots are great against drop coverage. So he could be the one of the Orlando Magic roster that could do well. Marcus Fultz, as we spoke about, is amazing from mid-range. So he should do well as well. Also drives. And that's if we take a look like Wizards kind of defense. So that's the thing to exploit there. The second part is Orlando Magic defense. And that's where things get interesting. So last two games we had, uh, they played against the Clippers and they played against the Phoenix Suns. And the interesting part of the, these games is Devin Booker against the Magic in a close game scored 19 points. And that was the game without KD. And the thing is, Gary Harris is one of the best players that you can use in your sports betting when you're betting player props. Because he just he's one of the best denial players in the league. So when he's guarding, like, body healed or body healed shoot, like, usually he shots, like, 18 times a game. When when you have Gary Harris on him, he'll shoot 10. Like, like he will get his attempts, like, 30 to 40% down because he just denied him the ball and, like, exclude him for the game. So he's probably probably the best. I catch up on this when Gary Harris won, was playing at the... At uh, the, the Nuggets, then the Nuggets, and I bet Devin Booker under against him like I think like maybe ten times like it, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of crazy. But I'll just pull up the numbers Uh Booker against Gary Harris for for some of you. So like yeah, so since from 2019, uh, Devin Booker against Gary Harris: eighteen points, twelve points, eleven points, twenty-one points, twenty-two points. 31 points in overtime, 26 points, 19 points. So that's 10 game stretch, and then Booker gone over once, and his average uh, is like uh, his average is like 17 points, while his average is like 27 for the yeah. Like Yeah, Gary Harris amazing. Whenever he's guarding your guy, there could be number, there could be closing line, window. like it could be everything. But when Gary Harris is on your guy that you have overrun, you will probably get under like 80% of the time. It's like that, that's that's the thing. Also, not only that Gary Harris was guarding Darren Booker, it was also double teams and blitzes and hedges on Darren Booker. So he was unable to shoot at all. So not only that he was denied the ball, but when he got the ball, they were blitzing and hedging screens him. And they did almost the same thing against Paul George. Paul George still got there late into the game in the last... He was, like, heavily under. And in the last minute, he scored, like, eight, nine points and win by one field goal made over. So, why I'm speaking about this? Because he's playing Bradley Beal against tonight. So, that could be huge. So, Gary Harris and Bradley Beal with double teams, with switches, with everything could be the spot. I am never betting Bradley Beal under because he's just unbelievable shot maker and he can get like if it's better, you throw at him if he's aggressive enough he'll cover this line and he was covering this line unbelievably great with kuzma and kuzma is out He shot like 25 times a night but with all this focus on on brandy bill we know they will like completely focus on stopping Bradley Beal because there is no one else like porzingis is there but it's like they have a good matchup for him in, in Vental carter and I, I will actually, wouldn't be surprised if Bendel Carter is, is defending Porzingis and you have Bancario on Gafford. So with all this focus, we could see like more assist from Bill when he's passing out of ice defense, of hedges, of everything. And other role players could step up in this game and score a lot. One of these players is Kispert. I didn't check for his line, but that could be a good spot. Kispert is—I never saw him miss a wide open three. I don't think his line is up yet, but oh, I yeah. expect him to, to to start the game, to play big minutes, and he'll score like 15 points. For I—I I, that's what I expect him to do tonight. And I—I'm honestly saying, like I never seen Corey Kispert miss a wide open three, like. And I watch a lot of games, yeah. <laughs> especially as of late. So I just like uh, in 2023, so over the last 35 games, Kisper is shooting 44%, 43.5% from the three. Like, that's amazing. And with all this attention on Bradley Beal, he'll, he'll get open. And he's one of the best cutters in the game that also works against the Orlando Magic because they are switching so they can lost, lost, lose their guys. So, yeah, that's Bradley Beal will score. Don't bet over on Bradley Beal points. I, I, I still think he can cover it, but it will be quite difficult. Uh, his assist could be the, the, the thing to work. Porzingis will get more offensive usage tonight, but he will have... Good cover against probably Wendell Carter. If they put Banker on him, Banker uh, Porzingis for cook. And that's it. Uh, but I w- won't be also surprised if they double team when Porzingis tries to post up. So it will be a very interesting game, very interesting schemes. It's predicted to be a close game. So this late into the season, when the game starts to matter, teams usually adjust. They just don't they don't stick to their like usual type of playing when the game when the game matters, they usually go out of bay and double team some guy and change offensive scheme. And this game matters for, for wizards. Not so much to Magic, but they still compete and try to win every game. So I'll just expect them to like last couple of games they did a great job. I'll just check one one more thing, but I think I was also right on this one. Uh yeah, the game last game they played the Lakers and I expect like everyone was on Anthony Davis and I was like mm, if they double team Paul George if they double team Devin Booker they will double team and have very difficult make it life difficult for Anthony Davis and Anthony Davis scored only 15 points in a very close game so like expect the same thing for for Bill and same thing probably for Porzingis in some parts of his game.
0: All right. So lots of food for thought on that one. Plenty of opportunities to look at for the Magic and the Wizards. I myself take that information and uh, we'll be waiting for some Kispert lines to open up and see how all of those go down. So um, people seem to like the new segment. So we'll be looking to do this in uh, in some other episodes throughout the week here. Uh, It's a good way as well because you've mentioned in other episodes that we've done that you like betting on bench players. It's just when we go live, those aren't out yet. So I get some good information for viewers to uh, take a look at some of the bench players potentially for later on in the day. So uh, we'll definitely be bringing this back at some point in the future, but that is all we got for you guys today. Let's recap those official picks to set you right for tonight's slate. First of all, going to the Pistons at the Hawks. We're betting against the Hawks defense here by taking Jaden Ivey, 15 plus points and Killian Hayes, six plus assists. That was minus 117 at FanDuel. Second play, Cavaliers at the Nets. Darius Garland, 18 plus points. This is, remember, the milestone line for Garland. So it's in the second section of his player props on the same game parlay tool for DraftKings. and That's paired with the Cavaliers alternate spread of plus four and a half. This is minus 120 at DraftKings that I mentioned. And again, that is all for today. Let's hope these picks do well. Yesterday's picks, it was two and one. Let's hope for a two and oh day on these ones. If you guys enjoyed the show, please make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the board YouTube channel. We go live every weekday. Don't miss out. Stay up to date with all the content on the board YouTube channel by hitting that subscribe button, helping us on the road to 1000 subs. And we will see you again tomorrow for more.